0: Like this week on the Like Bamfcast, you know, we're like totally gonna watch like a movie. One star, like we're totally in. All right, we'll go to the Bamfcast, hey, BAMFcast. episode eighty. Holy crap! Holy really, eighty? It's been holy crap for like fifty episodes. <laughs> no, but eighty. <80? laughs> yeah, that is a lot. Wow.
1: I feel like it should be a very special episode or something. Mm, Okay. Well,
2: it totally is. Totally.
0: Okay,
1: awesome.
2: Uh, So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. And He's back. I'm back. And what we do each and every episode of the BanffCast is we totally watch a movie and we, like, talk about it for a while and stuff. And some junk. And um, then we come in here and, like, rate it. And it gets uh, one, two, five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie. After Robot Jocks, if it's a bad, bad movie, stay away. It gets one to five bags in negative sliding scale as in douchebags after Twilight. There you go. Well (laughs) done. All
1: right. Very good. That was very succinct.
2: Uh So um, what we watched this episode uh, after the mystery recommendation, uh, we watched Totally Blonde. We totally did. 2001 or 2003.
1: (laughs) Depending on... (laughs) Who you trust. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Plot summary. That's what we usually do. Let's do it. Let's get out of the way. Meg Peters is drop dead gorgeous. Trouble is, she's a brunette. Fed up with her constant misfires when it comes to meeting Mr. Wright, Meg decides to dye her hair blonde for better results. But she gets more than she bargained for when she finds herself courted by two seemingly perfect matches. A charming club owner and a millionaire hunk. But do they love Meg for herself? Or just for her hair follicles.
1: Yet another misleading plot synopsis yep yeah being blonde or not means
2: Jack fuck shit to this movie. It yeah. takes about 30 seconds for that for
0: that plot line to drop off the face <laughs> of the movie pretty
2: much yeah mm-hmm. and then it just becomes another well really just another uh, like terrible romantic comedy where you've got unredeeming person mm-hmm. courting unredeeming people. And we're supposed to care when she gets it all right for some reason. because Yeah, they we're se-
1: given no reason to root for her. Yeah, they Just set it up in the all. first
2: couple minutes where it's... I guess you're supposed to feel bad for her because she's had a series of bad dates and guys who sleep with her best friends and things like that. She's mm-hmm. unlucky in love. Sure, but... She's that kind of goes away as soon cases. as she turns blonde.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it starts out, she gets basically broken up with over dinner yeah doesn't see it coming decides it must be her hair color that's doing it so she dies with her blonde and then yeah she goes to then the, we actually get to the movie right yeah
0: i don't even know if we should mention the blonde club
1: Oh, that's All right there's some training school but she's not even there for the training school she was there i think she's sitting in the back or something
0: yeah. like she was there but they don't yeah. show her really they don't like they don't actually
2: focus on her it's, it's just weird. this really with, weird... With all lady. the instructors who are brunette telling them how to be blonde. Yeah, except for
0: the main lady yeah. who... Basically, yeah, I don't basically know if you laugh. watch Weeds, but the uh, the cosmetic sales lady mm-hmm. from Weeds and that woman, same, practically same woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take your word for it because it's yeah. been a while since I've
1: seen that character. Right. right. But either way, they have this short thing where it's like, oh, this is how stupid blondes are, blah, blah, blah. But once again, that has nothing to do... With the rest of the movie.
2: No. You have about a 10-minute intro sequence that has nothing to do with the movie.
1: Yeah. Well, you get the feeling that they made the movie with some other name, and then they're like, well, we need a name. We need a name that can tie in with this. And they're like, well,
3: there's that Reese
1: Witherspoon one called Legally Blonde that's yeah. coming out, right? <laughs> Let's shoehorn <laughs> that in. Let's... What sounds like Legally? Totally. 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 There we go. Completely totally blonde. blonde. No. Totally Blonde. Totally.
2: Okay. Judgmentally
1: and then they were like, oh, fuck, we got to shoehorn that in somehow, don't we? So, yeah. So they shoehorn it in by <laughs> making her a brunette in the beginning and then making her dye her hair blonde. Sure. Let's proceed with the movie.
2: Well, they, they probably just made a movie with her being blonde and they were like, oh, this is going to upset her core audience of Playboy fans uh, who we're totally sure. making this movie for. Her, so let's explain why she's blonde all of a sudden. Um,
1: Can she really have fans? if go, She's I got her know. clothes on.
0: No, no. With um, that condition, no. Unless she is going to take her
1: clothes off. Which does not happen in this PG-13 movie. Right. Right. Unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's just talk about her for a minute. Okay. Let's do that. Dear God. She's horrible. Yeah. Not only in her Her, acting, but like the way her character is written. She's horrible.
2: Yeah. She kind of is. Well, uh, like, commenting about her acting, I, I finally nailed it. About three quarters of the way through the movie. She's
1: trying to be Jenny McCarthy, but failing.
2: No, no, no. Well, maybe. That might be what she's trying to do. But mm-hmm. what she succeeds in is she is Melora Walters' character from Boogie Nights. She talks and sounds exactly like her.
1: Really?
2: Somewhere along the way, I was just like, when her, her one of her annoying blah, blah, blah rants. Mm-hmm. I was just like, she sounds like Melora Walters when she's doing Dumb Girl. Which mm-hmm. she may be, but... Give it boogie nights or when she turns totally stupid in cabin boy. Mm-hmm. She Sounds exactly like that.
1: Yeah. 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 So I, I, it's, yeah, you're right there. But my impression throughout it was Jenny McCarthy did the zany, goofy yeah. <laughs> thing and everybody loved it. And did we? Did well, they? I don't know. They made money off of it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Everybody made money off of it. So it must have meant something. But yeah, so that, that's that's apparently what she is pat, patterning her character after are those two things. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so we got her. We got um, Michael Bubble. Ba- Mikey yeah, Bubble. we got Mike Bubble, who's apparently this was before he was actually like somebody that people knew. And I still didn't.
2: You had to. Ex- you had to explain to me who Michael Buble was, and Mike I'm still not Bubble. really sure. I mean, other you said. Well, now I know
0: for, a, for a fact that he's he wants Grammys. to be Sinatra. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. he's one Grammy. He won
0: a Grammy for being a ripoff of Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. He's young, brown eyes.
1: <laughs> he won a Latin Grammy
2: Did he? <laughs> Wait, what? No Oh, I was
0: gonna say I
1: just I just love that they have Latin Grammys I hope he won like a Canadian Grammy
2: Grammy or something
0: Whatever that's called In Grannies a re- tre- uh, An Eritrean Grammy <laughs> a
1: What? A Reach Around Grammy? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, an
0: Eritrean from Eritrea <laughs> What?
2: <laughs> I don't even know what that means
0: That's you uncultured fucks Read a book
2: uh,
1: <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Are they on does the it internet? have something to
2: do with Michael Boublé? Because <laughs> if it does, I don't want to read that book. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, okay,
1: but no. But he is um, debonair club owner.
2: Sure, Van. Van. Who owns the V Club? Oh yeah, Virgin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, there's her, there's her best friend who looks like a blonde Lucy Lawless. Sure, but less mannish. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: okay,
2: a little bit.
1: And. Oh, there's the surfer guy. What was dude. his name?
0: Dude uh, McDuderson. Dude. Yeah. Duder. Dude. Like Mc-
1: this guy. Like, you know, when anybody does their, dude. hey, man, totally blah, 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 impersonation.
2: Yeah. It's, it's this
0: guy. That's,
1: he's doing that. And it sounds exactly like that. Well, his
2: name was Brody. I mean, the actor's Brody? name is Brody. He played Brad Wilson because they had to refer to him as his first and last name every time. That's Brad Wilson.
1: Well, she does that too. I'm Meg Peters.
2: I'm Meg Peters. Hi, Meg Meg that's Peters. Brad Wilson. Brad Wilson.
1: Yes. and what was his name? What was Mike Bublé's? Van Helsing? Van Martin? Van Martin. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Doc. Van. That's what I like, to call. like Van Aranistan Martin
2: or something. I yeah. think the when someone was just wearing shoes and like, what are you wearing? Uh, Vans? What are you wearing? Doc Martins? Yeah, that's a, a character name. Write mm-hmm.
1: it. Yeah, but and aside <laughs> from that, there's like a lot of people must owe this dude that made this movie favors or something.
2: Not that many people.
1: <laughs> well, enough. Like they got Mindy Kaling in it somehow. You mean Sterling? Sterling, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking wrong. Yeah, that's Mindy the office, Sterling, right? <laughs> yeah, Mindy Sterling, the uh, Frau Farbacina from Right Austin Powers. she, yeah, also she got... only shows up
2: for like two and a half scenes, maybe.
1: Still, that's enough. Yeah, I know. It's enough. It's it, like, what are you
2: doing here? It's not as bad as you know, squander And Colin Mockery. Yeah, what the just... fuck? Where? Why? Why was he? He why... owed somebody
1: something. Apparently, yes. Because, yeah, and and it's only what like. They brought him in just to ad lib like three scenes.
2: Yeah, TV's Colin Mockery just shows up for kind of no reason. When did whose line is it anyway go off the air? It. I don't think it ever has. Is
0: I, it so long? I I, I. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he was there's... just in
2: between seasons and needed uh, yeah. you know needed some coke. Well, he you know he became one of the always on persons from Drew Carey's one too. So right. I, I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah, but he just shows up. He he is just randomly the guy who hits on her. Yeah, and you get the yeah, feeling it's that from just like these. a really
0: quick speed dating scene. Yeah, that they just they just flash through for just long enough for him to walk on screen. Well, doesn't he show up, quip
2: something, and then walk off?
1: Yeah, but doesn't he show up like one or two more times? Well, the first time he shows up, he
2: literally like walks over and he's like, "Hey," and she's like, "No," and he just turns around and walks yeah. away. And I was like, "But they're all speed- ladies and gentlemen, Colin Mockery.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're all speed dating scenes from this mm-hmm. one. It looks like this one
2: particular flash sure. flashback.
1: Yeah, because she's always wearing the blue dress in them. Okay, but the other mm-hmm. one shows up like at another random time, completely. But
2: yeah, I don't we're know. we're we're way off the plot because it really doesn't matter. It uh, I'm, honestly, I'm not trying to steer us back there at all. I'm just
1: yeah, but that's the thing. It's 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 one of the, it's just another terrible romantic comedy, but even more terrible.
2: Yes, she it, she is beyond irredeemable. I mean, it, it's just
1: she's just horrible.
2: Yeah, I mean, because it's you know she she does this. She has this wall of guys that have problems, and she doesn't like them, and she might meets Mikey Bubble, and he's really nice to her, and flies her to fucking San Francisco to eat seafood. Mm-hmm. And I think, what did well, they, they establish they lived in Chicago? Is that what it was? I have no idea. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Know. They live somewhere not San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he has a jet.
1: Yeah, he's apparently sure. like super, ultra, mega rich, and...
2: Owns a kind of shitty club.
1: I mean, it's not. It wasn't that shitty well, it wasn't a club. Well, for clip.
2: as rich as a guy who, well, yeah, owns this a true. jet, it's probably kind of shitty.
1: Yeah, this is true. Yeah, and he apparently owns a, a villa place in, in Verona. <laughs> yeah, fucking mansion is what he owns. Yeah. But, but yeah, so they've got you've got that, um, and it's kind of he's singing. They go to he, she and her friend go to the bar and they first see him singing and of course she immediately is like I would never go for him and starts making fun of his singing and then he's just like completely unfazed by this as he walks up. He's like, Hey, I'm Mike bubble.
2: Yeah. Hey, I like it when chicks make fun of me. Yeah. How you doing?
1: I got that self-esteem thing going, you know? Yeah. I, See, I, I think, I
2: think rather than break down the plot as we usually do. We should just point out all the weird fucking scenes in this movie or weird things specifically. Cause in yeah. that scene, you got a guy who immediately walks up to the two blondes now blondes and says, what did he say? Like, can I buy you a beach house in the Bahamas? Or yes. buy a condo in the Bahamas, yep.
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And then when she walks away, he's like, "Real estate deal's on hold." Yeah, and
2: then and then they, he walks up with a friend now and says, "So the condo deal's off, but uh, you know, can I buy or can I buy a drink or whatever?" And the guy goes, "Here, take this." He opens up his coat like he's going to sell her a nice letter A, and pulls. He has like a whole bunch of flip phones in there, and he hands her yeah. one and says, "This is for you. It's got it's like our if you numbers need anything, call us. It's got our numbers
0: in, in it." Yeah, dude.
1: And these are guys who are like in their fifties, yeah. And she fair. is like obviously in her
2: 20s, yeah,
0: mid-20s. Late
1: 20s, yeah, late twenties, maybe early thirties. Sure. Yeah. So you know so that's and, one, and so she she basically shoots down Mike Bubble, and then the next day he sends his limo driver a dressed mountie dressed Graham. as a mountie, yeah, who basically strips in her office for no particular reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This, it's is, this is supposed to be a and, joke. I don't know. And, and yeah, this isn't like, like a you know. This is not a stripper quality dude. This is like a dad from a '80s sitcom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he and he does a really bad you know a after yeah. everything he says.
1: And Mindy Sterling's all about it. Oh yeah, she she's in the scene. And yeah, and it's it's just one of those weird weird bits that you know is supposed to be like a comedy bit, but even the premise isn't funny. Right. And doesn't make sense. In relation to anything,
2: yeah, I don't, uh. I, I don't know. I, I it's th- just
1: that's the th- all, just about all the comedy in this just falls with such a fucking thud. Yeah, and like you said with the weird scenes, it feels like when he, when whoever wrote this movie wrote it, they had like a bunch of stuff. They're like, all right, we want to get that in there. You know, like we've got scenes we want to fit in our movie one day, whenever we make it. But you have to figure out how to get the right place for them. Yeah, you don't just you don't just in, you know. throw them in because well i don't have anything going on in this scene and that's just like what the whole fucking yeah, movie the feels whole, like the
2: whole movie I've, i was trying to figure out what i would liken it to as far as to paint how bad that comedy falls flat and i'd say i think the closest i came to is imagine a sitcom that's gone on too long and just kind of
1: all the used, original writers are gone. Well, and,
2: like, it kind of used the same jokes. Like, like remember, like, did you ever watch, like, Martin later on? No. Did you ever watch it at all? No. Okay. Any either, BJ, ever see Martin? Martin. Uh, oh, you're so crazy. A few episodes. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, it, it was never... too white for that show. I'm just saying, it was never, like, it was never comedy gold, but then imagine it, like, three seasons down the line, where they're just recycling jokes or whatever, and that's kind of what it feels like, just committed to film, because don't you know this is
0: totally blonde the film
2: version I'm of just, martin
0: it's it's film adaptation it, it of the doesn't TV look show like martin.
2: tv you know it's it doesn't have that like super low budget movie look to it i mean it does look like it was shot on film mm-hmm. but it still just feels off like it almost feels almost video it's it's weird but
1: hmm.
2: yeah that's that's what i got is like take a semi-mediocre sitcom and then imagine the later seasons where somehow you're still going like that's still in the air yeah, and it's imagine and it stretched men. out it's to an hour and a half. Desperately seeking Susan, in the seventh season. You yeah. know, it's just.
1: <laughs> yeah, but and
0: yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know where well, to go. The, the
1: thing about it is, okay, Mike, Mike Bubble, he's rich.
2: Okay. He
0: has nice pur-
1: his haircut. Yeah, he does. <laughs> other than the star in the back, but he's got the nice pompadour going in the front. But
2: not even that. It's like it's like super gelled. It's yeah, it's not even pompadour. It's like it's, it's like it, it's like it wants to be a flat top, but then it just swoops back.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's obviously he's obviously doing all right for himself. Sure. I know at least three women in my office who would stab me in the neck for a date with him. So okay. I'm assuming that they think that he's a good looking <laughs> dude. So he's kind of got that covered and yet she refuses to even acknowledge the fact that she might want some like he might she doesn't be 100% a
2: fit her preconceived conception of a man but she throws him like she
0: dumps she him, him, in, the him in the friend zone, zone immediately. immediately so yeah. fast yeah that poor man
1: yeah and and the thing is he knows he's in the friend zone but he just keeps trying and that's probably the most realistic part of this movie mm-hmm. is that he's like you know, I'm going to make this happen. He's trying to claw his way out of there, but he's just, it's just like, you know what? Once you're in there, you're not getting out of there. You
0: never make it out of the friend zone. Once the friend in zone in. is like the, the phantom zone. It's no. just not happening.
1: It's just... The friend zone is prison, and there's no hope for parole. Mm-hmm. You're
0: just It's a life in prison. It's a yeah. life in... It's Rikers Island. It's Sing and Sing. And for
1: whatever reason, she does that to him. And then he, like, she sees... Because women are bitches. She sees her first boyfriend from high school playing volleyball. i don't even think she he while was, they're on a date because keep in mind he's taken he's flown her to san francisco for dinner
0: yes he's taken her all sorts of places they go yeah, on a freaking like tandem a bike a ride on
1: bike ride and she's Which like is, no he's just a friend and yeah it's that's like, a
2: fucking date bitch
1: it's like wow you cock teasing whore
2: then they apparently go on a boat that they couldn't afford for the movie so it was like a fake bowel set and a big fan Oh, right. and they do
1: their fucking Titanic yeah. thing for no reason. No
2: reason. Except for that payoff joke where her hair was huge.
1: Oh right. my god. Uh, oh, that was hilarious. Right. Yeah. So anyway But yeah, this guy on from their high school. date and and the outfit they little him in too. He's got like he's got the bucket hat. <laughs> He's got like. It's to a, make him as unattractive got, as possible. Yeah, he's I got, think. and he, it works because he it, looks it like his name should be Sal, and he should be hanging out the dog small, track. All small Rosen boy. Or
2: he's going yeah. fishing with Walter Matthau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: He's, he's, either, he's either hitting the weight limit, or yeah. uh, <laughs> or he's betting on number seven because number seven always pulls. late. Yeah. it's
2: like it's like he's like the grandkid who went up and didn't have proper fishing attire and went out fishing with his granddad because yeah. that's about how ill-fitting the clothes were. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so they just want to hammer that point home. And then she's like, oh my God, that's Brad, my boyfriend from high school. Or Or no, no, the
2: guy she always wanted from high school. Yeah.
1: And then Mike Bubble being someone who doesn't understand how...
2: How this might be a bad idea. Yeah,
1: how this might be a bad idea. It's like, oh, let's go talk to him. This will totally score
2: me points if I go hook her up with Yeah, if I hook her
1: up with the man of her dreams. Yeah. So, of course, he hooks her up with the man of her dreams and... This is when Brody shows up and he's just dude like, hey, is a dude. I'm playing volleyball, yo, yeah, dude. And of course, we find out he owns a wakeboard company that he founded that's worth millions. <laughs> sure, why yes. not?
0: Everybody apparently the only the only people that she's attracted to or wants to hang out with are rich, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, and I love that they're insane. She's I a gold that, digger. <laughs> yeah, I love that they're fucking millionaires and yet they like can't get a date.
0: Yep, you yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Or at least yeah, they're boo, like totally they're waiting around around they're for like, well, Yeah, yeah they're waiting around for this chick. Throw ourselves at this whore. My this, heart my heart breaks for them, just like those whore. poor
2: kids in on nine oh two one oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They just can't find love, can they? Uh, yeah. Bro- can't I'm, bro- bro- I'm, brooding, uh, I'm brooding, Donna. I'm brooding. So of course she's just like head over heels for for dude bro. And
0: Dude Bro McBro Dude.
1: Yeah, and then Mike Bubbles, like, of course having the wonderful timing does does the whole he sets up. A, she sets up a date with Brody where they're going to go to the club. And then Mike Bubbles like, Hey, He where, buys he, out
2: the bar. Yeah. He shuts the place down. He shuts the place, he down. Shuts the place well, down. He owns it. Yeah. House, yeah. So. <laughs> so when she
1: shows up, he's like... And we, we didn't even mention this. He has like a dozen musical numbers yeah, this in this is, movie.
2: By this scene, it's like song number four or five.
1: Yeah. Song number four or five. But he clears out the whole place so he can... I love you, baby. (laughs) He sings her a song. He's not
2: the frog from the WB. (laughs) He might as well be.
1: He may as well be, because that's how every song sounded the same to me. That's the other thing about all those. But so he he basically sings her this long love song, and in the most realistic part of the movie, she completely utterly shoots him down. Just like anyone who's ever been in the friend zone and has (laughs) tried to get out knows this scene exactly. And uh yeah, so she's like, no, we're just friends. We'll never be more than friends. You've got to understand that. And what the fuck's wrong with you? I don't think we can be friends anymore. Yeah, that it's that whole, like, I'm angry at you now because you love me so much. You know, that whole reaction. Yeah. And I never I, I saw it. I totally didn't see this coming when you
2: flew me to San Francisco and we went tandem bike riding <laughs> yeah. and we're out on the boat that wasn't really a boat and how you bought me stuff
0: when we did yeah. all
2: those things, did things
1: that i wanted to do that someone on a date would do yeah. so yeah so if she of course shoots him down brody shows up and he's like dude where's everybody is the club closed and then buble is trying to save at least a little bit of a little bit of dignity he's like no yeah we're closed yeah you guys have a good time We are so <laughs> close.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, God, I want to
1: touch the titties. <laughs> Close on Academy killing myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then they proceed to drink.
2: Tequila,
0: tequila. Well, wait did did you talk about other girls
2: showing up? Yeah, other girls shows no, up. No, no, I'm saying like he and the piano player. Oh, yeah. first he and the piano, piano player. player. They start slugging back some yeah. tequila. tequila and, I mean, tequila. he's got the
1: full band. He's got like the saxophonist in the back. He's and got the, the guy the, playing the, he's got the piano. The guy bass. on the upright. Bass. Well, he's got the
2: three chorus girls who I don't think made a peep the whole fucking movie. Yeah. I don't. I think no, no, they did.
1: They, they sang. Did they? I, was, I was
2: watching for him. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just they were always singing in the background. But yeah, so uh, I mean he's got his whole staff there, so he's sure. just been like mortified in front of everyone who whose checks he <laughs> signs. Uh, and yeah, the other chick shows up and To her credit, she tries she's like, No, I think I'd better go, this is a bad idea. And he's like,
0: No. He's come like, here, drink he's fucking like, tequila with me, just bitch. Just
1: so you know this dinner costs five grand, yeah. so you no, know, Somebody's going to eat this Don't shit. Don't waste
0: it, bitch.
2: Well, I was just going to point out, as someone who's probably seen more romantic comedies than they probably should, the big um, throw-yourself-out-there scene always goes one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Either goes horribly right or horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to make an ass in front of yourself, singing, dancing, proclaiming your love in public,
0: mm-hmm. it, it, there is never like a... Do you mean horribly right like it, it goes... R- Like you want it to be right, but it ends up being wrong. Right, right. Or you
1: get what we got.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. I thought he meant like horribly right. Like, yeah, she falls in love, but it turns out actually she's fucking insane. Yeah, (laughs) or yeah, she has cancer, or she
2: murders. There's a walk in clouds. Mm. Right.
1: Yeah, but this one obviously does not go well. Sure. No. Other than it basically gets him the other chick. Yeah, who had been established that she was engaged to somebody who's in Greece that never wrote her or whatever. And
2: sure, why not?
1: But yeah, shoehorn that in. Yeah, so she shows up. And she's like, "Oh, you did all this for her? <laughs> Bummer." <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I gotta go. Yeah. No, no. no so stay, of course stay, 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 they uh... end up drinking. He's like, "Hey, do you like tequila?"
2: She's like, "I like tequila brand <laughs> tequila. It's my favorite." <laughs>
1: yeah. So they bring out a bottle <laughs> so that's, that's the, labeled tequila.
2: It's the original. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Brought to you by Tequila Brand Tequila. No Before there was Cuervo. Tequila.
2: Before there was Patron. There was <laughs> Tequila. tequila.
1: And so, of course, Hori McHorison. What's her name?
2: Uh, f- You know what I mean? Zena Wannabe? Oh, Meg. 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 Yeah. God Me- damn it, Meg is Meg.
1: on a date with Duderson. Yeah. Where he basically go? they go to a fast food joint. <laughs> She's given up a $5,000 meal with Mike Bubble to go eat at a fast food joint with Brody. Hey, why not? Yeah where he proceeds to fuck with the guy behind the counter or behind the,
2: Oh, at the, at the drive through window. Yeah. The yes. guy behind
1: the drive through window.
2: Yeah.
1: And he thinks it's hilarious. And she kind of goes along with it, which kind of proves even more that she's just a piece of shit.
2: Yeah. Well, you this know, it's true. Yeah.
1: But, it, and this is one of those weird jokes where it's like in a better movie, a lot of that stuff could have hit.
2: Well, it, it did. It did hit about, um, mm, at least five years earlier in Wayne's world when they did the yeah. same thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is that. Yeah, but yeah, but it's basically like I'm a peon. I work here for nothing.
2: Actually, it was probably about ten years. Yeah, I think. Actually, it was yeah, Wayne's was about ten years before. That. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But anyway, yeah. So they basically resigned. I yeah, completely yeah. forgotten about that until you just said that. Right. Yes. So yeah, it does work in a bit. Except movie.
2: you know the the punchline is a little bit different because they get to the well first. The kid, the poor kid, is like, I can't. Well, the, so we set it up. They're doing the I like a. And a, you know, yeah. and the kid finally is just screaming around the corner. Is like, just drive to the window. <laughs> well, well, and
1: he won't Put drive. Put your foot on the accelerator. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is probably like the one part of the movie that was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. Well, Roundly. and him flipping out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like he pulls, he pulls a mini ensign. He's not getting an ensign, but no, he does. He does a good freak out once they pull away. It's
2: like a cadet. Yeah, <laughs> the cadet award.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where he's just like, I am a human being. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he works
2: at like the it's not Burger King, but it might as well be. Like, yeah. Yeah, because it's like yeah. welcome to so and so
1: it's like Food King. Food King,
2: I am your humble peon. How yeah. may I serve you?
1: Yeah, because yeah. he calls him my liege, I think, yeah. when he orders it. And...
2: Right. Now this just made me think of something completely off track, but uh okay. I don't I don't want to like ruin the scene too bad, but this was obviously not Burger King, but it was. But didn't I know that I noticed like at the end of the movie it was like not barbie and ken it was like yeah, barbie they and ben. else. but they didn't i swear earlier in the movie they she said had barbie, barbie ken. and ken speech yeah okay just making sure that i didn't like mishear it earlier because i know they no she gives the barbie okay. and ken speech all right, right whatever
1: that's her vision of whatever yeah yeah
2: anyway so but, yes but our, yeah, so our so cadet it's, award
1: it's f- the fake burger king and then he got then they do a group hug yes inside the restaurant for no sure yeah just for joke's sake yeah why not yeah and that That guy was the priest who was, like, liberated or whatever in Fight Club. Mm -hmm. The one where they knock the Bible out of his hand and spray him with a hose. And then he ends up beating the shit out of some guy later. Yeah, that's what that guy went on to do. Good job. So at least he did something. He made his mark on cinema. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, anyway, she's all whatever with Brody. And, of course, meanwhile, Mike Bublé's fucking the other chick in the pool at his mansion. But not,
2: apparently. I don't know.
1: Not yeah.
0: actually fucking her, but, you know, fucking her.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, they yes. claim
1: they're not, but... They're probably. They're both naked in the pool.
0: Well, he's still got his clothes on because he's an and idiot. drunk,
1: yeah. he is kind of stupid, but... He's just... He, that's the other thing about him. Like, you know, like we were saying, there's nobody really redeemable in this. You've got Meg, who's just so wishy-washy and just so unlikable anyway, who just shoots him down despite... Him being, basically, as she said, perfect for her, but right, perfect because, for her, but because she's a whore, she not and a bitch, she just can't handle it. So she, you've got her, you've got her best friend who's engaged to someone else, but is like, hey, Mike Bubble, let's do this. You got Mike yeah, Bubble, well, who's guy, just like, who just comes off as desperate, to be honest. Yeah, he just comes off as okay. Uh, another hot chick, all right. Yeah, that well, works. To, to marry become, me.
0: To be fair, to second Blondie, her. Boyfriend asks her yes, to marry him was. and then, like, ditches off to Europe for a few yeah. weeks.
1: Yeah, for six weeks, I believe. Yeah,
0: without any without any contact. Yeah, because so. she,
1: she's kind of the most likable out of anybody. Yeah, But they're so still kind of... To be fair. She's still wearing the engagement ring.
0: Right. And that's kind, so of, that's kind of... Up to a that's point. That's kind yeah. of how yeah. women do.
1: And then Brody, of course, is just, like, portrayed as a 13-year-old. <laughs> Sorry, it's just amazing that his name is actually Brody. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's why I keep calling him Brody. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to call him Brad. That's too... No, No, he's Brody. kind of hilarious. Yeah. So eventually... I'm trying to remember how everything goes down. All I know is she goes to the club while Mike Bubble is basically macking on best friend. Right. And then she gets... And then gets furious. Right. You know, it's like, oh... You know, because her friend calls her out on it. She's just like, all right, so you turned him down and said he was only a friend.
2: Was this prior to or... after her catching Brody,
1: before she goes and finds oh, yeah. Brody screwing some other chick. Yeah, why, why she was late I, I, to the I hotel? I don't know why she even goes know. to the
2: club. I don't know. Yeah, she just goes to the club, freaks the fuck out, drives angry over to the hotel, has a fucking hissy fit there, which is another weird ass scene of the movie.
1: Yeah, where, where the she guys... trips and
2: falls and like her blouse blouse busts open, mm-hmm. and the guys are like. <sighs> Yeah, you know, like I mean, they might yeah. as well have been fucking Jim Carrey as the Wolf and the Mask or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they all the bellhops come out and they're like, Ooh, and then yeah. she goes up to the room and yeah, to, to the wrong room, yeah, the wrong room because yeah,
1: he's <laughs> like
2: guy- he's like she's in or he's in room two two four and she clearly goes in two fourteen. Yep, yeah,
1: yeah. Reshoots they cost sure. money. Continuity, damn it. Or the guy doesn't know how to read. Yeah. Anyway, she goes in and yeah, he's. Banging some other chicky men at the bar because she did didn't get there have her soon her, enough. they did
0: room 224 in the
1: hotel. He got bored of waiting. Yeah. So, so, anyway. So that's the end of him. He just vanishes after that. And
2: yep. But that's that.
0: And leads then she her, crashes her car. Yeah.
2: Which was funny because I was kind of hoping that. Yeah. We actually kind of called that. Yeah. I was kind of hoping there would be a. And she's dead. And that's what you get. But that no. That would have been
1: amazing if they had crash If she crashed that car and then they cut the credits.
2: Yeah. And then, like their friends are sitting there, like, well,
1: you know, yeah, she was kind she of was a bitch. She kind of bitch, yeah. Didn't know what she wanted.
0: She kind of deserved it.
1: Didn't know what she wanted until somebody else had it. Right. Yep. Yeah. So now she can have. But so,
0: well, no, no. She, she goes wants. to the hospital. Yeah, she, with...
1: She's in the hospital, and
2: and then apparently, uh, Mikey Bubble and her friend were listening to the police scanner because they beat the ambulance <laughs> they beat, to the hospital. Yeah, they beat
1: the ambulance there. <laughs> But whatever. Hey, yeah, sure. That, that's the least of, one of the uh, stupid yeah, things in this saying. fucking movie. But yeah, so so she's in the hospital, of course. She decides she's gonna profess her love for him no matter what. Ask for a moment alone because they both show up. Well, they both show up and she kinda insults them both.
2: Yeah, hey, it's the bitch and dickless or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like Okay. And then they just kinda like let it ride. They're like It's like Like, yeah, Oh, good to see you're yeah, feeling better. We've
2: been here three weeks while you were in a coma, but you know yeah. whatever, fuck off.
1: Yeah. But but so she, excuse, she says, asked her friend, oh, can you leave for a second? I need to talk to him. Yeah. And then, of course, he's like, yeah, I'm going to ask her to marry me. She's like, all right, you need to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need to get the fuck out of here. so
2: Yeah, so then she starts uh, more redeeming her character by deciding that she's going to break up the wedding because she now has decided that she wants him because her plan A fell through and mm-hmm. now her plan B is getting married. Yeah, because, but one, then- because
1: one rich guy... Wasn't going to work out. Might as well go back to the other rich guy that she shot down already.
0: Uh, But then. But then. But then her job suddenly shows up again.
1: Yeah, she suddenly has a job. Yeah. You get the feeling this whole movie (laughs) took place over a really long weekend. Right. Like everyone took vacation for like three weeks. Well,
2: okay. Oh, wait. Jumping back in the plot just for a second because there is something relevant there. Okay. Um,. She gets really, really angry at Mikey Bubble at the very beginning of the movie for sending the stripper to her, her job because she could have oh, gotten yeah. fired. Yeah, But and she then, never and, and shows then the, up. No, and then the very next day... Goes to lunch with him. She goes to lunch with him. Lunch. After five, somehow kind of getting duped into going to lunch, and she proceeds to drink herself fucking retarded.
1: Yeah. Like, like screaming at the other tables drunk. Penis! Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's it's like,
2: okay, good thing you got <laughs> yeah. your priorities in order, lady. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. she's a winner. Jumping back ahead.
0: So her yeah. job shows up, and apparently she they need to fly up to somewhere. Northern Kalamazoo Stan.
1: Yeah, wherever <laughs> they have to go, they always have to fly somewhere. That's yeah. how they established that, okay, we're going far away.
0: Right. So they had to fly somewhere to put on this presentation that she was supposed to have been preparing the whole time, but instead was being a wishy-washy cunt about all of her relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah. she's going with she, she basically has, like, a day to come up with her her idea and present it to yeah, this Japanese company. Yeah, it's the whole suddenly company.
1: imposed time limit. Yeah.
2: Right. And apparently it just happens to be a Japanese clothing company that makes wedding clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something. And it happens sure. to be the same day that they're getting <laughs> married. Right, so she Even can't go to like the wedding. Even this is, like, two
1: days after he said that he was going to propose to her. Right.
2: Oh, Yeah. But you they've know got the whole wedding set up. Everyone's invited. Like we it's said, like, he's a little desperate.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. Man, he comes off as so desperate. Hurry up and marry me. Because
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm so lonely. <laughs> <Do-ba-da-ba-de-bo-boo-boo-boo>. Wait, you <laughs> got to do it in the WB B- voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying not to do the WB voice. No,
1: you got to do the WB. That's that's every song of his. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <No>. Marry <Da-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-marry> me. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. Right, Moving on. So, yeah. so
2: she has a complete breakdown
0: in like, front of the
1: Japanese guys. And, and just, it's
2: one of those scenes where it's like, well, this is after Mindy Sterling does her racist. I know how to speak Japanese. Yeah. And it sounds nothing like Japanese to begin with. It sounds more like someone mocking, you know, some sort of uh, oh, yeah, Native like, American. Yeah. It's like it's a mix between mocking Native American speak and Klingon. yeah, And, it, and apparently she's saying, like, I'm very flexible, horny, do me. That's something, yeah. you know. Well, yeah.
1: well, you've got that. Sure. You've got, we didn't even mention the first yeah. phone call to Mike Bubble, which she mentioned in her voicemail here right, to us, right. our mystery caller, how he impersonates an Indian guy and a Chinese guy and like, yeah, as bad as you would think. Right. And he does a couple other impersonations later on where it's just like, why are you even yeah. letting him do this? who he, knows you know and he could like, see that was they... like, it cracks up on my friends <laughs> they love it
2: uh, except for the one black guy who's Jewish yeah. oh wait he's not Frank Sinatra sorry oh no. Sammy
0: God.
1: Davis Jr <laughs> I keep <laughs> forgetting
0: wasn't in that in this
1: movie <laughs> he keeps fooling me <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but so anyway probably, yeah probably. so they're getting married she flips out because they have like talking dolls that are Talking mannequins. Yeah. That kind of plead for her not to destroy them as she's destroying them. (laughs) That was
0: weird. I love you. I
1: love you. Well, after she rips the head off of the female one, like the male one's like, please stop her. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) God. Oh, God. I'm going to die. I'm too plastic to die. (laughs) Yeah. So she flips out, destroys that. Of course, storms out, you know, storms out of the room. Mindy Sterling shows up later and says, you know, she, it worked beautifully. Yeah, it worked. It worked exactly. Ah, i to fly you to Japan. Yeah, and she's like, and then she's like, you need to come back. These guys know how to party. And <laughs> yes. then they come back oh, in the God. boardroom, and all the Japanese people are like going ape shit, dancing on the table. Throwing yes, the shit. interpreter
2: chick, the one chick yeah. that was in the room besides them, is like up on the table, and they're dancing all dancing
1: around. And then a guy starts blowing one of those <laughs> things like basically up her ass she's <laughs> so like standing right there like a foot away and he's like
2: Frr! it's the uh, an unintentional tentacle rape <laughs> moment of the movie I don't know if it was uh, unintentional but it was totally I intentional seriously doubt that uh, Andrew Van Slee was a fan of the Overfeeds so. uh,
1: but, but yeah so they that, they go to that and then they cut to the wedding where best yeah. friends walking up the aisle Mike Bubbles there they're going hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, 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 hey coming up marry me yep
1: <laughs> Dumb, dumb, dumb.
2: <laughs> Here goes the bride. Dumb, Zub, la, de, la, de,
1: <laughs> yeah, so they cut to suddenly three months later.
2: Yes, she shows up. She's not blonde anymore, yep. and she's got chopsticks in her hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Chopstick. Yeah, she looked a lot better not blonde. Yeah, I gotta say. yeah. She I immediately became much less
0: bitchy. Dark-haired. <laughs> but not. Less cunty. Well, yeah, and yeah. it probably
1: is because she's a lot nicer in those, but... <laughs> really, she is. Like, but at the end, but it's kind of like... So she comes in, Her apparently she's patched things up with best friend or... Sure. Best, why but, not? Sounds but good. then again, I don't know. I mean, they still live in the same apartment, but... Do they? <laughs> yeah. I thought okay. that was the her same apartment. apartment. Okay. But apparently they have not been in contact for three months because suddenly she's married to the original guy who's a... Tyrone? A giant black dude.
3: Yeah,
2: that's the guy. Who was and in he's Greece. like,
1: he's like, Van called me. He said you want to marry this bitch? You better get back here. Yeah, yeah, and
2: it's like, like they know each other. Van knows him. Yeah, how? Well, which is also Van's awkward. got contacts. Well, I'm saying, like, awkward. You know, you're gonna, yeah. Like, you, if you do know this guy, you're just gonna, like, you basically well, you're almost not stole. Yeah. Al-
1: you stole his fiance from him, and yeah, then you basically called had said, two
2: engagement rings yeah, on. Yeah, and, and then, he,
1: then he called. And he's like, oh, you want her back? You better come get her. Yeah. Psych. So yeah so yeah and it's, it's just weird because it's like what universe do these people live in where they're like, just where like this shit is okay yeah none of this <laughs> shit like, is okay they're <laughs> just like no it's all cool it's cool totally no cool. it's not we talked it out yeah brody was cool with it too he was, <laughs> brody's even, all around he even gave us a wakeboard for the wedding
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what everyone needs is a wakeboard yeah. for their wedding it's uh, it's the
1: wedding gift of the 2000s of this, yes of the aughts
2: Oh, tell her totally your you
1: You ought to ah, have dude.
2: One. Ah, I'll totally hey. you get you a wedding board for your funeral. So,
1: and then of course she immediately drives to the club. Limo driver, who we won't even talk about. But yeah, so immediately she drives back to the club. Goes, where is he? Where is he? And limo driver's like, get the fuck in the car right now! <laughs> oh dear God, he's on the. <laughs> and then she's like, he's like, he's like, his plane's leaving soon. And then she gets in the car. Goes, where are we going? He's like, the airport. <laughs> <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs>
2: dumb whore but apparently they didn't catch him no matter what because she has to show up on his doorstep in verona Mm -hmm. yeah at
1: his mansion in verona yeah
2: and be like that joke that i'm not gonna make another reference to Mm -hmm. bj will flip out because that kind of was her speech
3: And god i'm sorry but that was that was about as dumb as the Notting hill yeah Yeah.
2: it was about as dumb as the Notting hill speech why would i be upset about that last time i made that joke you flipped the fuck out I'm just did a girl I? standing in front of, you know. oh, yeah Oh,
1: yeah, that one, that one, that one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, right that. Out of, that it, one, yeah. That one
2: that I just hate hearing it. Well, it was yeah. just a fucking, that was that quality of a speech.
1: Yeah, yeah where she basically says, I'm just standing in front of a derp. She I realized I was in love, that, but then. Yeah.
2: She's speaking in the weird third person, like, I'm a girl who's in love with a guy and hoping that that guy still loves her. That's God. basically what she says. Almost, And he over. doesn't
1: say anything. And then she just turns around and walks it's around like, and you like, I guess I fucked up. Okay, well. And we're just, I was just like, yes, yes. <laughs> keep walking. Let her keep walking. But of course. Yeah,
2: frankly, my dear.
1: <laughs> frankly, my dear, I <laughs> don't give a fuck. Yeah. But sadly, he, yeah. he's desperate. Hey. He's <sighs> desperate. So he goes for I her. got
0: nothing else. Nobody else loves me because I got yeah. this weird thing with
1: my got
2: her fucking comeuppance for being a cunt the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. This Seriously. bitch didn't.
1: She yeah. needed it. But no, she ends up marrying him, living in the lap of luxury. Children, all yeah. that And then she mention something about dyeing her hair at the very end as they I show a bunch know. of kids running around. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and Best Friend and the big black dude are just hanging out in the corner. They're like, hey, what up? We flew all the way here. <laughs> We're freeloading off your asses. <laughs> Hooray. And then credits as we do yet another Mike Bubble musical number. Yeah. Yay. that sounds exactly like all the rest of them. <laughs> I think we got this covered. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Rating time. <sighs> Four bags. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. That didn't. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. You were just waiting for me to say rating or yep. something. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's pretty harsh. Yeah. Wow. Harlow? Um. I, I don't
1: even know what else I could add to what I've said already. But yeah. <laughs> I was. It only get. It got a couple genuine laughs out of me, and that's the only thing that saved it from five bags. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, this is just repulsive filmmaking, it,
2: honestly. It It is kind of about repulsive people, yeah. I was sitting kind of like at a two to a three, but I, I think I think I got to go three. And, and the only reason that's saving it any lower is just the the ridiculous moments of... It, it doesn't... It, they're not that they're funny. It's just that they're so out of place that it breaks the monotony mm-hmm. to the point that you can go, what? Yeah, yeah that's that's about it.
0: Well, considering...
2: I wanted to walk out two
0: or three times. Yeah. I was leaning towards two or three. I'm going to go ahead and give it a three because it fucking deserves it. Yeah. It's shitty people I, doing shitty things for shitty reasons and everything working out perfectly for them. And
2: I'm going to yeah. say it's three bags for the three main roles of people because sure. they're all fucking worthless. Brody doesn't even count because he wasn't even a fucking human. He was a stereotype. And he was at least funnier than
0: well, at least the It, rest it was like, dude, bro,
1: <laughs> like someone that awful has to be a bit. Oh, oh, out what oh and, doing. and the funny thing yeah. is,
2: is like uh, we didn't point out like he is as dumb as Keanu has ever been, kind of dude, bra. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he gets this one phone call, and he's like, "Oh no, that's simple. You just gotta like move the funds over here to this account over here." Yeah, and the, you sure. Uh, you got next strategy? Yeah, make sure. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess they just wanted to have some kind of underlying reason why he could have built a Fortune yeah, 500 company on wakeboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like Shiny Lights
0: Teestral, Acts like a freaking 12-year-old, but is actually a pretty reasonably smart guy.
3: Yeah,
2: sure, fair
0: enough. I, mean, <laughs> I guess maybe.
3: <laughs> Carlo's not convinced. <laughs>
2: I can say that because he's not he here anymore. He just threw your Listen. friend under the bus. Got nice there, job. Right. There's lights under it. Uh,
1: yeah, Ooh, but, but it's just... Awful people doing awful stuff to each other, and it all works out in the end. Yeah, yeah. and We're, there's
0: no reason that movie is is ever going to be good.
2: I, I I'm sorry, Mystery Color. We don't we just don't get
0: it. Maybe this is like the. I mean, it, it is it is seriously a bad movie, and I can see yeah, reveling in it somewhat. No, no, but I, I can I, yeah. only because I've only because I've been there with movies before. Sure. do I understand it
1: like mm-hmm.
2: your Act 2s. Yeah, and the core.
0: The well, core, yeah. What are you
1: talking about?
2: Sister Act two. Oh, sorry.
1: Even, did I say the Sister Act 2 did Don't I didn't even that. act like those. Were sorry, shit movies. I I meant
2: the core. Yeah, yeah. And the day decor. after tomorrow. I know you love that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. Sometimes just sheer repetition. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: No, no. I mean, I I was going to say hammer. that I, I I can almost uh, understand how this might be to a female. Like, I, I'm even trying to think of like a, a really dumb action movie that I've watched too many times that I know has zero redeeming value. I know there have been ones that they come and go, you mm-hmm. know, and like it might be on cable at the time, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm kind of watching this again, but
1: probably either Bad Boys movie.
2: But see, I actually I still like those. Those yeah. were fun as hell to me. I, I, I'm thinking like uh, yeah, a, I'm, I'm thinking like to, a, a lesser quality, like um,
1: like Predator Two,
2: maybe. But even like more, I love Predator Two. But but I'm just saying I can like even lower budget, 2 is- like. I'm thinking almost like maybe like an action comedy, like second sight or something like, like something that maybe clicks more for guys that girls are like, this mm-hmm. is just fucking stupid. Why would you watch this? You know, or something, you know, something like that. Sudden death. Yeah. So, something like that. I love
1: sudden yeah. death too. Say, say yeah. something
2: like in that low quality where it's like, you watch it a half dozen times. And you're like, okay, that I watched it more times than it deserved, but mm-hmm. now I'm never watching this again. So yeah yeah, we're not, you know, we're just, it's not for us. I can understand. I could see an appeal maybe.
1: Maybe, but uh, in that, See, in this that, is why this is just why I hate romantic comedy so much. Sure, sure. That's fine.
0: So,
2: okay. Yeah. Let's take a break. Yes, let's, let's.
0: We'll be back with stuff soon.
2: All right, welcome back. Hey,
1: back hey, second half.
2: Second half it is. Uh, okay, uh, right. the, first things first uh, voicemail. Gotta uh, take a voicemail here okay. from Max. He does not identify himself, but through we our stealthy amounts of uh, research, we have figured it out.
1: Max, who is not. The fan, formerly from no, Man. no. This is, uh, this is the other
2: Max, right? Other Max, Super Max.
1: Hey,
3: I was listening to that Dracula 3000 thing, and I noticed something. I don't think you really picked up on the 187 thing. Like, just in case you didn't know, uh, 187 is slang because the LA County Penal Code um, in that 187. Is the classification for the crime of a murder, and because of that, it shows up in a lot of rap songs, like that um, Doctor Dre and Snoop Dogg collaboration, Deep Cover, where they say Yeah, yeah. and you don't stop because it's 187 on an undercover cop, like that sort of thing. Also, Ice T's Xbox Live gamertag is Lord 187, so you know this stuff comes up a lot. Just wanted to let you
1: know, you know. All right, right. Cut us some, cut us some slack. Give us some credit here, Max. <laughs> we were listening to NWA before you were born.
2: Oh, oh, snap! snap.
1: And it's one eight seven on a motherfucking cop. Uh-huh. You're listening to the radio version, obviously. Uh oh. But yes, we know <laughs> yeah. what one eight seven is. We just kind of glossed over it because Coolio is about as gangster as me. <sighs> yeah. If you're gonna pick gangsta rappers, Coolio is way, way, way down way, the list on the street cred level.
2: He was hanging out with Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah.
1: You know, so, yeah.
2: No, so we, yes, but no, yeah, we we, we, we we know, we, we totally just, get it. We just like
1: we just kind of assumed everyone else did. Yeah. Well, like
2: <laughs> one thing is Coolio, in and of himself, not very gangster. And in this movie, he does absolutely nothing gangster. He yeah, just exactly. smokes a lot of weed, so that's why we said he should be four two zero.
1: Which isn't even a police code, but you know,
2: right? It's just who knows where the fuck that came. Yeah,
1: went. nobody knows where the fuck that came. from. Yeah, went.
2: it's kind of like the whole nine yards. <laughs> Everyone has a different answer, and they all believe yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, no, we know, we 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 know, we know the one eight seven. What yeah. am I got in your mouth, fool?
1: Please give us credit. <laughs> Come on now.
3: <sighs>
2: all right. Um. Oh. Uh. Next, we have an email from a new correspondent. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, unless you someone else would rather attempt it. Don't look at me. Okay. I'll look at it, but I won't be able to. Yeah, I, I mean, Wait, hey, let me see. I took three years of Spanish. Walter, <laughs> Walter, you're going to go with G into a his W. Name's Jean- Walter, Walter, yeah. Walter. No, actually, it's, I don't think that's it's Walter. It's Golter. I'm going to go, go with Walter. I'd say Golter. Okay, Walter. All right. Well. Regardless, we're going to butcher your name. Probably it's it's either Actually,
1: you were probably right. It probably is. Walter. It's probably let's
2: halt- awesome. know
1: Walter Walter <laughs> Walter. All right, we're sorry. Anyway, we're, we're hopelessly American. Yeah, let's just get that out of the way.
2: Well, like I said, I took three years of Spanish, no Portuguese. Yes, sorry. exactly. All I remember from, from Spanish is
1: estas no son mis zapatos.
2: Yes, and los cucarachas entran pero no pueden salir. But, uh, no, from Portugal, so not Brazil <laughs> because of the two countries that do speak Portuguese, yeah, we do know this,
1: <laughs> so we're we're at a loss already.
2: Uh, so anyway, he says, "Hey, Banfcast, I've only recently started listening to your podcast, but I already become a fan. Thank you uh, as a suggestion for you. I have heard an early podcast that you received a suggestion to talk watch and talk uh route 666 You really should do it. It's not horrible, and it's fucking funny as well as bad, anyway to do the good work, so
1: that's two votes for that movie.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. That one never made it to the queue. I, I don't I, I, That's so weird because usually it's like and as both soon times as we looked it
1: up, we're like, Blue Diamond Phillips. Blue Diamond Phillips. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to.
2: It's it's in there now. Um, there's
1: stuff in the pipeline, but it may be a ways off now.
2: Yeah. we, we Should we go ahead and just say it? Do we want to say it now or do we want to wait till we find some suitable candidates? We have a plan in motion for like a theme thing for a few mm. episodes. So we'll see. More but, than a
1: few, actually. Yeah.
2: But. It's in the queue now, so and it, and it's up high, so I'm not going to forget it again, okay, but yes, Lou Diamond Phillips in a supernatural horror movie, sure, we're in,
1: yeah, all right, so do we want to play the second half of green cap's email oh, from last week that we
2: sure his voicemail yeah Vickley.
1: the second ten minutes worth of voicemail
3: from
2: <laughs> Uh, so go ahead, kids green cap Green-capped yourself a drink right now,
3: question I want to know if I haven't mentioned it before is in fact movies that have so much hype surrounding them positively or negatively, really that it affects whether you' want whether you want to see them um, or if you do see them if it paints the way that you do feel about them um, I think um, b j has talked before about avatar and how just because of all the hype when it was in the theater that yeah, that kind of made him reluctant to see it. I know Mackie's um it says he never wants to see Shrek because of the same kind of reason, because it went, you know, just overboard with people going crazy for it at the time. Um, yeah, so movies, like I said, and I was trying to think of something that maybe was on the positive side, something that people, um, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying. I, I don't, and I'm probably drunk or I'm just in pain, one or the other. So, yeah, you got it. I'm rambling. Oh, and hey, speaking of movies that people don't want to see – Mackie, end of May, Five Points Theater in Jacksonville, Florida, Rocky Horror Picture Show. You're going to be there, right? We're going to take you. You don't even have to dress up, but you might have to bring your own toast. Bapcast, bye.
1: That's this so, weekend, isn't it? Uh,
0: I don't know. I think Honestly, it is. I don't end know. of May, sure. End of May is, yeah. Is, I don't is, yeah, coming don't up.
1: think I'm making that sorry. Guess I missed it for another year.
0: That's what you happens. What happens when you give green capped oxycodone? I guess, um, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know if
1: that was pre or post surgery, but either way, sure. get well soon, dude. Green capped. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently, he's doing doing okay. Yeah, he's. doing. Um,
1: he's getting the good drugs.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So I'll go ahead and start this off. Um, it I've noticed as much as I tend to think that hype turns me away from movies, it actually has kind of a similar effect. And I think it depends on where it's coming from. Like if the hype for me is coming from the television screen screaming at me about a movie, I tend to run away from it. And if it's coming from my friends screaming at me about the movie, then I tend to run towards it. And that's pretty much that, you know, Avatar and in, Avatar Inception, Shutter Island, the Dark Knight to an extent. And on the good side, like uh, the Expendables, Fast Five Stuff like that, stuff that we've ended up hyping, kind of on the show here. Um, drive Angry, Drive Angry, three Ds, Machete, Machete. But I don't know. I, I in the past I kind of let it, let it color what my actual opinion of the movie was once I saw it. I'm getting to the point now where I can, once I've you know, once I've actually sat down to watch it, I can get past that hype and and see it for what my actual opinion is without without the color of of bias, um, IE like inception. So that's kind of my take on the thing. It, it works both ways for me and I'm trying to get past it for, for the sake of the movie.
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm weird because if I get too far removed from when the movie came out and all I've heard are good things about it, it kind of, it ends up, Inevitably hurting the movie for me, which is a lot of like the whole Shrek thing and Princess a lot of other Bride. movies. Yeah, battery. Princess Bride is probably an example of that as well. Yeah, where it's just like I've heard so many people talk about it for so long that by the time I finally get to do see it, I do get to see it. I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, that was eh. you know, because Princess Bride was like that where everybody always quotes from it and says how amazing it was and how great it was. And I was just like, well, that's. I don't understand that, and and it was kind of a bit of that with Zoolander also. When I finally got to see it about ten, <laughs> it was only a few months ago, but it was like ten years after it came out. Where it's like, yeah, I guess all the good jokes have been spoiled already for me. But I, hearing I them it, out of context makes yeah. them worse.
2: I think that's worse with a comedy. I mean, I don't. Yeah,
1: and that's my problem. Is a lot of it's been a lot of comedies. Like yeah. I finally saw Talladega Nights um, a couple weeks ago, okay, which I had not seen when it came out, and it was just kind of like. I mean, I mean, there were parts of it that were funny, but there are other parts where I was like, "Okay, he can stop running around on the track pretending he's on fire now." Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff where I guess I get I get too analytical analytical of it when it's further from release and further from hype. And a lot of, a lot of people have said that, "Oh, you need to see this. this; i's really good." Why haven't you seen that yet? I I guess I kind of hit that anti hype because I've been burned so many times already. That I think that's that's a big part of like the Shrek thing that he mentioned. Now, as okay. far as when movies are coming out, just don't oversaturate me. If I see the trailer every single time I go to the movies, or every single time I don't fast forward through the TiVo, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on it eventually. You know, it's just like a, a song on the radio. I may like it the first ten times, but you know what? That next five hundred times, I'm probably gonna end up wanting to kill everyone involved in making it by the end of that. And that's, you know, that's kind of what happened with Shutter Island as far as like, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm ever seeing this in the theater at this point. And Inception could have been that way if it didn't look so damn good. Yeah, And I knew the people behind it. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more, don't oversaturate me and and I have to be close enough to the release that I haven't been hearing about it for years and years and years beforehand.
0: Okay. I typically just won't even see it if I get outside of that zone.
1: Yeah. Which is I mean, kind of that, bad that's, for that's me. That's kind of but... how I've been. I mean, my girlfriend's been... Pushing me to see a lot of the stuff that she likes and has been talking about, just like I've been pushing her to see. Like from Justin to Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she's a big American Idol fan, you know.
2: Yeah, um, I guess my two cents on it. Pretty much ever, I can trace my my hype machine overload to now I don't pay any attention to it, right back to the Phantom Menace. Pretty much ever since then, uh, I don't, I always. To just taper my excitement for anything even if secretly in the back of my mind i'm like oh god oh god i gotta i gotta i gotta see this you know yeah. i still go in like all right it's just a movie it's not gonna change your life just go watch it and every once in a while something actually meets or exceeds my height but i don't i try very hard not to let that have any preconceived notions about it like, yeah, yeah. Just, just every once in a while it's like yeah okay i'm, I'm relatively excited about this and Something like Drive Angry is like, yeah, that pretty much hit the bar it needed to hit. It didn't really go any further. Something like Fast Five was, I was super excited about it, and it went past it. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other things, I, I guess I would say I was pretty hyped for, was like you know the Star Trek reboot. You know, most most comic book movies of characters mm-hmm. that I really like. You know, sometimes that turns out well, sometimes it doesn't. You know, Superman Returns is like a, I didn't hate it. Like, I guess that's probably a good example. I'm, I, I would say I'm a pretty big Superman fan. Mm-hmm. and I didn't hate that movie so I it, it didn't have that immediate like, oh, that sucked because it's not exactly what I would have done kind of reaction to it. I was just like, yeah, okay that was I was kind of slow and weird. Um, I mean I kind of like it in a way but it's also not a very exciting movie you know, so, yeah. but I, I never really turned they on it. They made some this. weird choices
1: with that yeah. one but yeah. and that was one where I was just like a group of people were going Yeah, so I was like alright, I'll go see it. But otherwise, I probably wouldn't have seen it in the theater, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, because I, I remember not being all that hyped for it.
2: Sure, yeah, and, and that that one they kind of played kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe some of the powers that be kind of knew what movie they had and were like, we probably shouldn't push this too hard. It's kind of almost like an artsy fartsy Superman movie, you know, in that there's no big explosions and people, you know, punching cool things. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I just I, I've ever since you know the Phantom Menace overload of oh dear God there's a new Star Wars, you know, and then seeing that and going, huh?
1: Well, and you also think about like how word of mouth works. Like in the mid nineties, it was all stuff like usual suspects. Nobody saw that in the theater. Everybody saw that on video. Well, you know what I I mean? Most people. Yeah. The majority of people, the way it was recommended was I rented this and holy crap, you need to see this movie. Yeah. Whereas nowadays everybody's heard about everything. By the time it gets to video, it's just like everyone's been like, oh, yeah, I was waiting for that to hit video. Right. You know, there's never it's very rare that anybody finds those undiscovered gems anymore, which is kind of a shame. Yeah. I mean, Netflix Instant brings some of that where you can just dredge up stuff. But generally, it's the stuff that we would appreciate (laughs) much less than, you know, the mainstream. Hey, check out this movie called Bound by these crazy Wachowski guys. Right. You know, that sort of.
2: Well, I think I've got a stuff. I think I've got now. a decent segue. If we're done with the topic, yeah, I think so. Okay, regarding Hype Machine mm-hmm. movie, I think that was um, probably a little overhyped. I watched recently. It's Easy A, oh, just yeah. because um, that was uh, one of those, Emma Stone. Yeah, it was one of those. Um, you saw the preview and you're like, okay, it's a teen comedy. I I guess great.
0: I know
1: the guys that screened really liked it. Yeah, like they were probably its biggest proponents.
2: Yeah, well, no, it, they seem to be big Emma Stone fans too. Well, mm-hmm. sure. Why not? But it was kind of one of those, like you saw the preview and you're like, yeah, okay. That's a movie I might watch on free TV one day or Netflix instant or something. You know, you like, it was one of those, like, I'm not going to pay money to see the theater. And then it came out and people kind of started buzzing. Like, no, it's, it's actually really pretty good. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's better than you think it's going to be to that end. I would say, yes, it's better than I thought it would be based on trailers but the first half of the movie is really strong, mm-hmm. really strong. Like I was getting major Clueless vibes, which in my book is a, a very good thing. It's a <sighs> to explain why I like Clueless is kind of weird. Not only is it is, is it a weird um, is it not only is it a weird time capsule of a period, but yeah. it's but also, it's a well written. one. It's a very very well written movie, and and it's smarter than the packaging. What makes it look. You know, number one, it's, you know, it's, it's based on Jane Austen, you know? So it's, it's, it's like, it's got roots that are smarter Mm -hmm. than the packaging would make you think about it. Anyway, all that aside, this kind of starts that way. And like her family is amazing. It's Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson play her parents and they're just amazing. They play this kind of weird, almost like hippie parents, like, uh, but they're not at all. They're just, they're very smart and they, they throw out one liners and mm-hmm. are jokey, but it just works because they're completely deadpan about it. And uh, just almost every time they're in the movie, it's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so are they kind of like Juno's parents in Juno. Yeah, kind of like a little bit that,
2: like that. Maybe a little less, little less snarky, I, I mm-hmm. suppose. But um, it, it just it it makes you understand why she's so much more well spoken than most everybody else in her mm-hmm. school. And and that that paints a good family picture. Unfortunately, in in my opinion, the movie falls apart a little bit in the second half because it just gets to, hey, uh, we're going to kind of talk about why we're doing what we're doing. And we're also going to point out John Hughes movies and cliches about teen comedies. And it kind of just becomes a little too self-aware hmm. and just kind of, in my opinion, falls apart. Whereas,
1: See, I figured it would fall apart because the story kind of paints itself with nowhere to go. Yeah. When you started saying that, that's what I thought it might yeah, be. Yeah, no, it but... just,
2: no, I, I think, I think they resolve it decently as mm-hmm. far as. Um, so are you just saying of, like the
1: tone changes? Yeah, it's like
2: the tone changes.
1: It, it kind of becomes like
2: uh, where Paul might have suffered and things like that, where it's like, okay, you're just a little too referential heavy now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get it. I've seen all these movies that you're talking about, but you're not being cute now. You're just kind of like, yeah, you're riding off a lawnmower while holding a boombox and, you know. <laughs> holding yeah. your fist up in the sky, kind of John Hughes things. It's like it's like I, I get that, I understand that we've all seen those movies, mm-hmm. but you don't really have to do that. And also have previously pointed out that you know <laughs> it's like a John Hughes movie. So, like I said, it just it starts off really strong, kind of falls apart, but it's it's worth a watch, especially with being on instant watch Netflix right now, which
1: is that's good. So I might have to throw it in. The queue like either. I said, just for, actually, I actually think it's already in the queue. Just, just watch it for it.
2: the. I mean, watch the parents because. They've got some amazing lines. They talk mm-hmm. about watching the bucket list and funny things like that. So you'll know what I mean. Nice.
1: Yeah. I finally watched Tokyo Drift. Okay. I really liked Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Not that anyone should have expected <laughs> any different, but <laughs> I appreciate all the, the, uh, the practical stunts in it. That's probably the most awesome part of it is mm-hmm. that they actually did all that drifting and, and drift driving is like just insane. It's like, I don't know how these people do it
0: carefully yeah.
1: yeah obviously but just some of the shit that they pull in that movie like the guy's kind of kind of drifting through the the circular up ramp up the parking garage is just badass and mm-hmm. just, there's just a lot of really fun stuff even if at the end it just goes ludicrous with where the story takes it
2: he wasn't in that bow wow was <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I actually kind of enjoyed the story more than just about all the other ones except maybe fast five Okay. And I like that it was completely removed from the other ones, but there was still, I don't know. It's its just, it's, it's a fun movie that almost doesn't feel like it belongs with that series at all.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's still, it, it's it still that's what works. I was saying.
2: It, it's like they wrote a, a drifting movie and were like, I don't know if people are going to go see something called Drift or Tokyo Drift, but like yeah. you put the Fast and the but Furious on there. After watching
1: that, I see why they brought Han back for the other two. Yeah. Cause they were like, yeah, this guy needs to be in more shit mm-hmm. and they, and God, the next one, they need to give him more to do. This is true. Cause that guy just, he just rules in that movie. Like he just shows up and you're like, yes. And he's just kind of awesome throughout. Even if, uh, what's, what's the kid's name? Is it Lucas black? Sure. I'll go with that. I'm trying to remember now him. I still, I still haven't figured that dude out yet. You know? Cause like he was in Legion. He was the lead in that. He's been in this one, and it's like...
2: <sighs> yes, it's Lucas Black. You say he's the kid from Sling Blade? Yeah, he's the,
1: he's the kid from Sling Blade. And, okay. and he races the kid from um, Home Improvement. Yes. In the very beginning.
2: Yes, not not uh, the three-named kid. Well, no, he, they were both renamed named kids. I think so. Zachary, Ty, Brian.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that race is kind of uh, a lot not of Not JTT. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the other one. The blonde one. But Yeah, they're... Uh, I don't know, it's just it's just another fun movie. Fun car race movie and and I actually enjoyed. I think you probably Where they took the story in that one. I
2: think you probably waited the proper amount of time after Fast 5 yes. to not go like this sucks compared to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I can agree with that. And yeah, and man, they destroy some cars in that one. They do. Yeah, and that's the only thing that really bugged me about it is it's like when they're racing, they suddenly quit caring about how their cars are damaged. They just start ramming each other. Like it's like, you know, it's like it's demolition derby and it's like, no, you kind of cars don't work that way guys, <laughs> especially the ones you're driving. Uh, yeah but, but yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I liked it better than four, but it's just interesting to me to look at that series and how each of them is completely different from the other in tone. That's probably good. Probably keeps it fresh. Yeah. So That's I just cool. wonder what they go with, with the next one.
0: Full heist movie? No cars. <laughs> I thought they already did. They. <laughs> yeah. Flying cars? No, I mean like yes. full like uh, that's all it is is a heist movie. Uh, apparently is actually the direction they're going with it. No cars, really? Like, well, it'll really be car. Well, there'll yeah. be cars, but it'll yeah, be you have to have precision. It'll be timing. a. It'll
2: be a right. It'll be
1: a. <laughs> just, how do you talk? I think they have, fast five. How they you, drive cars
2: on the roofs of buildings. I guess. <laughs> like I mean, like like Batman, but you know, like yeah. Uh, you I, I know, up that. on shit. It I sounds like that. the getaway is up on the roofs of buildings with fast yeah, cars.
1: It's just kind of funny to me how that series has evolved in my perception of it from where it was even five years ago. Where I was like, there's no fucking way I would ever watch Tokyo Drift. You know, that sort of thing. But right. I know a lot of people, that's their favorite one. And I can see why. Because it, it's the one that feels the most practical stunty out of all of them. It feels like they're really doing this stuff as right. opposed to cg'ing it or just using camera tricks to give you cheap shit so yeah i would recommend it yay and i'll be buying the box set of all of them whenever the hell they they finish big
0: once they're done with all eight Uh,
1: i'll just keep buying it'll be my new star wars
2: just keep buying the
1: new they'll just keep putting out a new box set i'll keep buying it wow same with alien same with (laughs) back to the future indiana jones stop
2: putting that out there they'll keep doing it. i
1: know They listen to everything we
2: say. Haven't you figured that out yet? They do, kind (sighs) of. I don't want to have to keep rebuying these things.
0: Straight six coming summer 2012.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but what I was going to say about Lucas Black, they always act like he has a romantic relationship, and he never ends up really kissing the girl or showing any of it in any of the movies. So I don't know what's going on there. Okay. I don't know why they... Is
2: this like on all movies or just in Tokyo Drift? I noticed
1: it in Legion, and I noticed it in Tokyo Drift. Oh, okay. And I'm, and I can't remember if it was like that in Friday Night Lights either. I never saw Friday Night Lights. Sorry, it's okay. It's a pretty good movie. It's
2: based on a true story.
1: It is. It's football, so yeah. <laughs> it's or based wait. on a true sport. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. It's just it's it's a weird thing where it's almost like you know what? Make him a side character who doesn't have to get in any sort of romantic relationship because that never works when he's involved. Yeah,
2: it's just. By the end, of, that's the only thing is like by the end of Tokyo Drift I was like just stop talking please <laughs> just yeah. too much yeah he plays yeah. up
1: the accent a bit too much in that one
2: hi uh, y'all I'm in Tokyo <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I don't think I think we're out of stuff
1: good yeah
2: okay good I can all go right. to
1: sleep yay still people to all the
2: get in touch with us uh,
0: website bmfcast.com twitter uh, twitter.com slash bmfcast facebook.com slash bmfcast uh, iTunes, where you can search for bad movie fiends or BMF cast. Rate us, review us, subscribe, tell your friends. And I know I usually miss one before Garf- we get to the oh, Garfield phone. Did you get that. the email? BMF at BMFcast.com. That's the one I missed this week. Yep. And then the most important thing you can ever do in your life, win friends and influence people by calling the Garfield phone, BMFCast hotline, nine one zero five jocks BMF. Nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Call us and leave a message. And like the rambling green green-capped he was, you will be featured most likely.
1: And like Max, and most. Max, even if I gave Max shit, Max one eight seven. So yeah,
0: Max one eight seven. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, and that's what we his new name. Yeah. Max one eight seven.
2: Yeah, we have uh, you know Oman, Oman Max, and now we have Max one
1: eight seven. You yeah, have to differentiate, and Max also
0: is. Mystery Girl, right?
2: Who has not revealed
0: herself to us yet? No,
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> that didn't sound revealed right her or. identity to <laughs> oh, us yet. Oh. That did not sound okay. right at all. Yeah. But yeah, we promise we will be more, more not asleep next week. Right? I
2: can almost assure that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already
0: shutting down. I have to be up at five tomorrow morning, and uh, it's midnight now. So,
1: all right. Yes. So then let's get out of here, guys. Great. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie.
0: I'm the Beach, and this is Bamcast out. See you guys next. time. Going to sleep now.
2: <laughs> 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 woo, woo, woo boo.
0: Take a day, did now.